The Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional. This is the Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show with Ron and Julie Richards on 1310 KFKA. Now, here's Ron and Julie. Good morning, good morning, Northern Colorado. Just a little minor surgery before before we... <laughs> anyway, we're good to go now. Welcome to Street Smart Business Retirement Show. My name is Ron. And Julie Richards. And we are uh, we're excited to be here with you this morning. And we've got uh, a good show lined up. A lot of things going on in the world of uh, elections happening. And, uh, oh, happy Halloween, honey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> happy Halloween to everybody out there. And uh, I hope that... Uh, the ghosts and go- what is it? Ghosts were good goblins to you. And- goblins and ghosts were good to you last night. I saw a lot of people out uh, trick or treating last night. Well, actually, tonight in our, is in our neighborhoods, though, they were out last night. Are you serious? Yes, I, I saw kids that. out dressed in Halloween costumes, out doing their thing. Yeah, Eaton had their uh, trick or treating with the businesses, and that was exciting because I used to live in Eaton. So, yeah. yep. And uh, so a lot of a lot of crazy things going on. Boy, it's been a, a very um, a volatile week in the marketplace this week. Uh, we do the Street Smart Biz Snapshot uh, that we do every week. And uh, you want to talk a little bit about the snapshot, honey? Well, it is interesting because this week has been really volatile in, in really all the markets. So it's been kind of interesting to watch because we keep an eye on them, you know, every day. So it it has been, but we give um, all the markets. So yeah, let's let's start out with the S and P five hundred at thirty two sixty nine. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was as high as thirty nine thousand seven hundred. It's now down to twenty six thousand five hundred one. So it's down like three thousand points from its high. But the Nasdaq, which is the big one, um, which is tied to all of the FANG stocks, has had an incredibly down week. Um, it's actually been down over 11% this week. So it's at $10,911. And those uh, FANG stocks, meaning Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, um, all of the high-tech stocks uh, that have really carried this market um, are really down this week. So more than 10% down on those stocks. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with them being called a task before the Senate for um, squelching information. You know, if maybe that's a just a temporary thing or if it's um, something that will be longer lasting than that. I don't know that uh, Jack Dorsey's probably a little sad today. He probably lost a billion dollars over the last two days because mm. he owns Twitter. Twitter is down 21 percent yesterday alone. Well, they got in trouble. Yeah, they did. You know? So they, he was uh, not allowing tweets to happen yes. or squashing certain tweets and letting other tweets go through and right. whatever that means. And he's <laughs> and, and like, uh, who was it? Cruz said to him, who elected you? 
Yeah, who elected you, know? you to to disseminate uh, you know that kind of stuff? Uh, by the way, uh, crude oil's down quite a bit this week. It was forty bucks last week, and it's at thirty five seventy two on crude, and um, so we're seeing that down as well with the stock market. Gold had a pretty uh, pretty decent week. Um, it's at eighteen seventy eight an ounce for one ounce of gold, and then silver's at twenty three seventy one. Uh, Kind of a down week on both of those, um, but again, buy the dip. Yeah, buy the dip, sell the news. <laughs> so, right. so once you understand that, so that this it's, was uh, a good week to buy precious metals. It was a good time, good time to buy precious metals. I don't know. A, a client of mine called me yesterday and asked me, should I be buying? Should I be buying the the Fang stocks right now? Because they're down ten percent for the week, right? And he should should I be buying into the market with the market being off like this? And I told him, I said I don't think we're off far enough to really worry about it yet. Um, I think we've got a ways to go, and whether it's before can't be before the election because the election's on Tuesday. But I think after the election, we're still going to continue to see a down downward trend in the market, and so protecting those assets is important. So, what color is your money, Julie? Well, what what is my choice? Red or green? Green is safe money, and red is higher risk money. I like green. You like green. You like that guaranteed paycheck, paycheck, and uh, comes in. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, In addition to uh, the horse race, we're going to talk about the horse race in a little bit here. Um, But but that pertains to gold and silver and cryptocurrency. Um, Should we address the cryptocurrency? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, that was fairly volatile too, wasn't it? Uh, it hit fourteen thousand dollars this morning. <laughs> Bitcoin, Bitcoin hit fourteen thousand so dollars. There is talk that fourteen thousand is it's a resistance level. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it hit which, it this morning, yeah. which means that it's going up from here. Or? Well, it's at thirteen nine hundred right now. So it went from fourteen back down. It's having a hard time getting over fourteen thousand. But again, fourteen thousand is a pretty good. Uh, you know. From where it was just six months ago, you know, it was at 9,000. Now it's at 14,000. Right. So and for, understand, we're going to hit four times a year. It'll go down 30%. So it, it's it, highly it, volatile, which yeah. is good and bad all at the same time. That's right. So so Bitcoin's at 13,889. Uh, Ethereum's at 390. Litecoin is at 5587. And then XRP for Ripple Ray out there, 0.24. Um, so that's kind of a look at where the crypto markets are at. Let's talk about our little horse race. It just feels like Churchill Downs. Whenever I hear that and you hear the horses, uh, you can Thundering, absolutely, yeah. yeah, you can hear it. And uh, so um, I, you know, we took our stimulus money and uh, we turned around and we placed it instead of leaving in the bank or paying off credit cards or buying groceries we decided to do something kind of fun with it and so julie took one ounce of gold eighteen hundred and fifty dollars i took eighteen hundred and fifty of currency and turned it into eighteen hundred and fifty of money which is gold. a difference yep and uh bought a gold coin and I took the eighteen hundred fifty, the exact same amount currency, currency, and I turned it into what we call electronic money or digital gold. I turned it mine into Bitcoin. You turned yours into gold, gold. So, so my horse is Goldilocks. Your horse is Goldilocks, and this morning your horse was up one hundred ninety dollars. 
which is pretty good on 1850 Yours is at, at night, you know, it's up $190. And mine was up how much, Julie? No, oh, I don't even want to. How much was it, Ron? I don't even want to hear. It was right at 2000 So it's up $700, um above where, where I bought it at. So eighteen fifty. it's now twenty seven fifty. So forgive me. So it's up about, you know. 800 bucks. Holy cow. So, so again, versus leaving that money in the savings account or a CD, it's up big time. And, right. um, and so again, it's just a. Uh, so, in the long run, we, this is short run stuff, and we're showing um, people who are paying attention to the horse race that it, 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 over the long run, it will go up. Short run. You it may, could go up right. and down. It, it could. But, it, so it this will. is for. So I always talk about whether money is savings or investments. Yeah. And so, to us, this is savings, meaning that you're hopefully not going to have to take it out in a hurry. You can wait until hopefully um, that you're not going to need it when it's down. And our intention was till the end of the year. And right, the uh, horse it, race ends December yeah. 31st at eight o'clock p.m. That's right. And because we can't stay up till midnight, right. even on New Year's, we don't stay up till midnight. Just no. it doesn't pay. And no. uh, so that's a look at the markets, uh, just a kind of a snapshot. And that's why we call it the Street Smart snapshot. Ten-year uh, bonds at point eight six, so it's up a little bit. Meaning the mortgage rates are probably up a little bit, but they're not hugely up. So again, if your uh, interest rates are anything above 4%, it probably is a good time to at least do a comparison as to where the market might be on doing a 15 or a 30-year mortgage. And again, How to Unscramble Your Nest Egg is a book that I read many, many years ago about mortgages, and that rate's not as important as how you pay back um, a mortgage. So the more you can put against principal and do principal reduction or principal curtailment is what they call that, um, the better off you're going to be on being able to pay your house off early. And I tell people, listen, if you can pay your house off 10 years before you retire, guess what? Those next 10 years, instead of paying your mortgage company, you can put more money into a Roth IRA, more money into stocks, or, or more money into mutual funds, or wherever you're going to invest. Maybe it's an annuity. Maybe it's life insurance. Maybe it's cryptocurrency. Maybe it's gold and silver. But again, instead of paying your mortgage company, pay that mortgage off early and pay yourself first. Right. And, and what I hear in all of that that you just said was, have a plan. That's absolutely yeah. have a have a written plan and then Written's you know better. and you're going to have to adjust your plan because from time to time things change. Hey, the hot water heater blew up or the car broke down or whatever. That's where having three to six months of your disp- disposable income set aside in in a in a in a safe in a savings account within a credit union or a regional bank, a local bank, um, makes a little bit of sense of having three to six months in the event of some short-term emergency type things. And uh, they all say, you know, three months minimum, six months uh, for sure, cash is king. In the event of something like that happening, having a little bit of cash makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, it does. It's just that cash doesn't really hold its value very well. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, not only does it not hold its value well, is it, it absolutely is a loser deal if it's long term. 
Um, so, so you don't want to leave, you know, money in banks for years and years and years and years because you're losing pace to inflation. You're losing pace to taxation and, uh, it's just not a, a long-term plan. Yeah. But keeping money liquid is important. So again, understanding that, you know, uh, inflation, income taxes, cost of insurance, interest on debt, investment losses are all part of the four or five I's that I teach people about. Understanding those four or five I's can have a major impact on how you grow your money and how you grow your assets. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. Julie's got something she wants to talk about. We'll be right back. song kind of reminds me of what 2020 has been like. Do you hear them screaming in that song? I do. <laughs> and, and I think there could be a COVID revolution. Unbelievable what we've gone through this year. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And we're not done yet. No, we're not done yet. And again, we don't know what kind of what, what the world's going to look like after the election. But but I know one thing: there's a lot of things happening. Right. And, so what's going on now, and why does it matter? Yeah, what's going on now, and why does it matter? What's going on now, and why does it matter is get financially educated or get left behind. We do think that's true. Probably never been more true than that's today true. Um, with what's going on. And, and nationally, Julie was we're just talking about, you know, what's going on now and why does it matter? Um, there's a lot of uh, central banks, digital currencies being created before our eyes right now. Right. China has just released theirs um, and they have formed a, a yuan that will be backed by a digital currency. Uh, Canada has now got a digital currency. Um, they haven't released it to their people yet. Iran now has. So these central banks around the world, and I think there's 28 of them, 28 central banks around the world are all coming together and they're creating their own form of a digital currency. And why that's important is because they're going to tell us that it's just like Bitcoin. And it's written on a blockchain, but it's not just like Well, Bitcoin. and they're going to tell you it's just like your cash in your wallet. You know, it's just like having a $50 bill well, it, or a $20 bill. Well, actually, it is. Bill. That it, is true. It, it is true. It is, is true. true. So it is going to be but similar to having money, but it's still going to be part of the problem, meaning – Julie, was, we were just talking about earlier, inflation, understanding that they can just print money. The central banks are the counterfeiters of the money, right? That's right. And until the first one that will link it to money, M-O-N-E-Y, like real money. Bitcoin or gold. Gold. Or, you know, uh, hard assets. Well, that's that's about it. Yeah, that's about um, it. Right, right. That, so <clears throat> the... the and, so it's not going to be – I call it the Chuck E. Cheese dollar. Sorry. but <laughs> The Chuck E. Cheese coins. The Chuck E. Cheese coins. Yeah, these are the digital coins. And what's happening right now and how this election plays into that financial market, in my opinion, is that um, depending on who wins the election, the markets are either going to get more global or they're going to get more um, – more individualized. And so we're we're seeing a trend that will go one way or the other, and the United States is going to lead it. And that is whether these countries 
go more into um, their own sovereignty and protecting their own country. Their own currencies. Their own currencies and um, and protecting their borders, protecting their industries, protecting their um, their cultures, or it's going to go more towards uh, global, where we have one global thing and everything is... I don't think it's going to do that. I mean, everybody talks about one world currency, right? Right. I don't think that's going to happen. I believe each country um, will have their own digital currency, and so and it'll make for trading back and forth as far as assets and money and uh, exchanging these digital currencies. It'll make it much easier for us to do exchanges with China or Russia or you know, whoever, whatever countries we're doing business with, we'll just exchange our digital currency for their digital currency, and it'll be a... You know. Well, that's what we have done. We, we've gone, we are hugely going away from the SWIFT system. So no that was developed in the 1970s where Kissinger um, kind of negotiated that whole thing where if uh, Russia was buying, or let's say France was buying gas from Russia, right. they had to convert it into U.S. US petrodollars, that's they right. called it. That's right. Um, and so we were involved in every single transaction, and that's what gave us the world currency status. That's going away. And so what's coming up now is is hugely interruptive of that system. So and, and again, you know, you think that you know it's it's going one direction, but we don't know what the timing is. But I can tell you right now, a little company called PayPal. Maybe you guys have heard of PayPal. <laughs> okay, most everybody's heard of PayPal. PayPal just announced uh, last week that they will be offering four digital currencies to their members. Meaning, meaning you can buy Bitcoin, Litecoin. Bitcoin Cash and Ethereum, those four cryptocurrencies will be available on PayPal. You'll be able to pay for items with your Bitcoin or buy items with your Bitcoin, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Ethereum. So those four have been approved to be released on PayPal's platform. So that's a huge movement. They say there's 300 million PayPal users across the globe. So, so again, once that exposure is out there, you know that more people are going to realize that, hey, this cryptocurrency thing is a real thing. And you can buy, use Bitcoin to pay for your airline tickets or pay for your, you know, PayPal, whatever you want to use it for. Yeah, so, I would never use Bitcoin for that. No, no, we wouldn't either. We look at it as stores of value, no store of value. Now, we might use Litecoin or Bitcoin Cash to pay for airline tickets. Because those are different. You, yeah, you you are a Bitcoin maximalist. Yeah, I draw the line. You draw the line that you know what you 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 don't look at Bitcoin the same way you look at as a dollar bill to you. No, and I don't look at it the same way as all the other currencies. And Ron and I disagree a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah, we're a little bit. You know, I'm in a camp that I I do like some of the altcoins. They're called alternative coins. Um, in addition to Bitcoin, I I love Bitcoin too. I just think that the altcoins are a little more. I shouldn't say sexy, but they are. They say they well, have more volatility, which means more opportunity if you're willing to take the risk and buy the dips and sell the highs. Well, here's the deal. To me, that is a um, that is a very qualified investor, meaning that they are watching it, they're right. informed about it, they learn about it, they understand what that coin is for, yep. what its use is, yep. and they are going to watch it. 
yeah. fine. If you're not and you just want to protect money, then it's Bitcoin yeah. because it is the currency without a flag. And yeah. I think that's the huge thing in my mind. To me, this is our pe- this is people's money. That's right. Not countries. Well, and you look at what MicroStrategy, uh, Michael Saylor did with MicroStrategy. Oh, that blew my mind. I mean, the guy had $700 million sitting in liquid just savings accounts. Right. For his company for his, that is a publicly traded company. That's exactly right. So he, he, he went to the board. He went to the employees. He went to the directors of the company. And he told them what they were thinking about. And he made them all go do homework, didn't he? Yes. He sent he them all to YouTube and do the, you guys do the homework on Bitcoin. Well, there was white papers, there was yep. YouTubes, yep. there was articles written. And he made all of his board of directors and um, uh, his attorneys, his, everybody yep. his had homework. Everybody had homework so for to months, learn about Bitcoin. They had to learn. And yeah. they had to take his um, approved videos, white papers, whatever, to understand what he was about to do. Now, this is a publicly traded company. I know. So this is not like it's just a little decision. So they took $450 million of their company's reserves and they bought Bitcoin. And they had to do it over months and months of time. He had to be buying it because you can't buy just you can't just that. make one transi- no. transaction that big. No. no. But so they bought several thousand Bitcoin, and that is their reserves of their company. And now it's become like a, a household thing to do. Many, many companies are now saying, hey, we got all this money just sitting in the bank. Instead of buying our stock back, what if we just put some of it in Bitcoin? Right. And, and we think that's what's going. What's, what's happening. interesting about that is we're seeing more and more of these um, pensions and stuff to the point where it's going to be harder for us to buy Bitcoin because they're pulling it just as it's mined. It, it's being sold, and I'm um, and we're seeing more and more of the larger pensions doing that. We are, um, but they can't buy it like I said, like you said, they can't buy it in huge chunks like that. They have to buy it um, as it becomes available. So again, I'm going to go back to the question I asked you earlier in the interview: What color is your money, Julie? So, so again, we go, we're going to talk about color of money, and red money means higher risk money, and right. I think you have to put Bitcoin a little bit in the red column. But these corporations are looking at Bitcoin like green money, like it's the safe, stable way to protect their assets away from inflation. I hugely look at Bitcoin as green money. Wow. Now, a year ago... When we talk about that, you probably would not have said that, would you? No, no. But but I've understood and I've learned and I've read and been I'm educated. Been yeah, been that's educated. right. So Bitcoin, um, we call it uh, hard money. Digital and it gold gets harder. Yeah, it does. Every four years, than, uh, it, it's harder to mine. Right. So once you understand that, and when you talk about printing money, that's easing money. Yeah. And so they ease by printing more money. It's called and burr. So, right. They just, the printers the printer, go burr. It right, doesn't really print. <laughs> They're just numbers on a spreadsheet. But yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, so once you understand it and do your homework and your research, and it does take time. I mean, it has to be something that you are interested in. Um, and if you don't totally want to do the research, then call me. I don't know. 
Yeah, I've done, I mean, you I've can help with Bitcoin, but I wouldn't do anything else. I no, wouldn't again, do any of the again, altcoins. But we look at no so money uh, and green money. Um, that would be gold and silver. That would be cryptocurrency or Bitcoin and things like annuities, things like Social Security checks, things like a pension coming in every month. That is no so money. Hope so money would be the stock market. Hope so money would be FANG stocks. Hope so money has higher risk associated with it. Maybe you could put the altcoins like Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin in the hope so money, right, Julie? Yeah, but when we usually when we talk about no so money, we talk about monthly income. That's right. So let's go there. That's not Bitcoin. That is um, right. that's right. That is uh, uh, the, that is the insurance on your money. Yep. But monthly income on the red money and the green money, you should at least cover your nut yeah. with no so money. Yeah. Meaning combine and add up your mortgage, any your utilities, income. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The income that you've got that's green, yeah. which is um, Social Security. It is any um, pensions. Yeah, I I would consider it rent coming in. Yep, as rental, green rental money. Um, although there is some maintenance on that, but um, Social Security money, pension money, annuity money, all add that up. Make sure you got your nut covered. You bet. You bet. We're going to cover some more on cash flow. Be right back. Julie Richards, Street Smart Business Retirement Show, and uh, we're talking about cash flow and red money versus green money, and um, getting your nut covered. Yeah, getting your uh, your mortgage, your utilities, and your groceries would be most of the people's. You know, maybe it's your rent, utilities, and groceries. But again, once you have those things covered, and then you can kind of play around with your money and maybe invest in higher risk things and those kind of things. But again, understanding that once you're obligations are covered and you've got the cash flow to cover those things, you can kind of have a peaceful retirement, can't you? You can kind of breathe easy. And that's what we talk about all the time is creating a happy retirement. And the happiest people we found are the people with no soul money, the people with pensions, um, the people with um, enough social security or rental income or whatever, that, that they know that part is covered. And, um, and, so and an annuity is a form of a Social Security check. Absolutely. So, so once you set it in motion, it pays you every single month for the rest of your life. And so most people like to know that, hey, I've got that monthly check coming in. I tell people the biggest concern most people have, though, is that Social Security check does not keep pace with inflation. So make sure you have buckets of money that go up in value. And so every three to five years, your income goes up. So you're able to keep pace with inflation, income taxes, all those things. And and where are you getting your financial education? Where do you get your information? I, I listen to a, a Ron Paul. I'm a big Ron Paul guy. I absolutely think that he's brilliant and um, he's against the central banks and those kind of things. Because, and war. And he's against war and that kind of thing. But, but he talked about 2020, we have printed over $4 trillion dollars. In just this ten, in just the ten months prior to, uh, you know, this year, we have printed so much more money that can't end well. And so, understanding the sooner we can back our money with something like either gold or silver or Bitcoin or 
real estate or something that's solid instead of just funny money, boy, I tell you, it's a big deal. We listen to Robert Kiyosaki. Same thing. He always talks about it. This cannot end well by printing $4 trillion. This is not a million dollars or a billion dollars. This is $4 trillion, folks. And so we have dug a hole so deep as a society that at some point, there's got to be some kind of a reset. And we think that's what's coming with the digital currencies. Well, it's the melt-up is happening in real estate right now. The inflation has been funneled into real estate right now, which makes it extremely difficult for normal families. And now with the uh, pandemic and the shutdowns, it's kind of exacerbated it a bit with um, people wanting to move out of the big cities. So the people with very, very high income homes are going, you know what? We're out. And so they're taking that money and it's it's a huge influx into a lot of the... um, well, look Western at Greeley. states. I mean, look at the people that are coming into but Idaho Phoenix. and Wyoming and Arizona and Colorado, whether it be California people or Texas people or East Coast people, they're wanting to get out of the big cities and come to the country. Right, right. And so we're we're starting to see that um, Phoenix is hugely um, affected by it right now. But I, I don't think we're done with the melt-up. I think we are going to hit some huge inflation still um, before it ends. Yeah. And again, who knows where it's going. But, but again, understanding what, what your money's doing for you and how it's growing or how it's losing its value is a huge deal, guys. Go to retirementmastery.com. Every one of our shows, we put them up on the, on the, uh, on the website. And so you can go back in and look at the titles of our shows from every week over the last couple of years and, uh, go to go retirementmastery.com, go to Street Smart radio show and you can absolutely follow us along there and that kind of thing. By the way, turn your clocks back. Spring forward, fall back. Yep. Today we uh, we lose get we an extra an hour. hour. We get, we get an, an extra, extra hour. hour of sleep. We get an extra hour of sleep. I like that. Right, and it'll be a little bit lighter in the morning when you wake up because it's been pretty dark. Yeah, it has. It has. And so uh, it's just a you know it's it's a great time to be paying attention to what's going on and what your money's doing for you and how you can improve you know as to the cash flow that you get every month or how to grow your money without a lot of risk. And the point is a plan. Um, husband and wife need to sit at the table and have a talk about it. That's and right. if they um, feel like they would like a, a second opinion as to what their financial person is saying, call Ron. Yeah, have a cup yeah. of coffee, and um, and and you know that will help you start to create that plan. I'll wear my mask. There you go. Nine seven zero three one zero four zero eight four. Again, nine seven zero three one zero. 4084. Give me a call. Be happy to sit down with you, kind of put a plan together. Maybe we just, uh, you know, communicate about, you know, what what you would like to do and where you'd like to be and how you'd like to get there. There's Those are things that we do. I've got a nice sheet that I lay down in front of you, and we kind of talk about your assets, talk about your income, talk about your risk profile, and talk about your timelines as to when you want to hit these goals and those kind of things. Right. And the really important part is to Sit down and talk to Ron before the house is on fire. So while your health is still good, there are things that you do and you have options. And as your health and your age come on, um, it, the, these some of these doors and windows close. 
So it's important the earlier that you do it, um, the better off that you are and the more options that you have. And, you know, we look at this as a team of advisors. So we don't look at as one person fits all. My my investment guy is my legal guy. He's my accountant guy. He's my CPA. We don't look at it that way. We look at a team of financial advisors, and it's kind of a mastermind team of people that work on your behalf. And, um, And I think it's important to know that that's how you should look at your advisor, your investment advisor, or your insurance advisor, your uh, maybe it's your estate planning advisor, your CPA that does your tax stuff. We coordinate all that, and we want to make sure everybody's on the same page that we're all working on your behalf. You know, it's interesting because I always think of your health that way. You have to be educated. Um, you have to do the Dr. Google thing, um, but your doctor is just one part of it. And so you have a team and it it involves nutrition, it involves exercise, it involves everything to do with your health and how your health totally um, moves your financial picture too. I mean, it's, it's, it's all, it's all connected and it's all one. Well, and you know, so often now we're doing the zoom meetings with your doctor, you know, you can, you can, you can kind of do virtual with your doc. And in fact, what was it? Six months ago, I did one of those and I thought it was a great way to communicate with the doc rather than going in during the COVID thing and stuff going on. Um, I, I think it's a great way to communicate and get an answer. I mean, they same charged me the same amount as if I walked in there. I know. And it was still 85 bucks or something like that to do a 15 minute phone consultation. And yeah. uh, so, again, um, and I can do that, too. We've got the technology to be able to do a Zoom meeting. If you're not if you're concerned about meeting in person, I'd be happy to do a virtual meeting with you and kind of walk you through some of the things that we do to help people uh, understand some of the some of the good things you can do be doing with your money. Yeah. Ron is not a real technology guy, but he's getting there. Yeah, I can buy Bitcoin and, you know, all, all these currencies, but I, I have a hard time with learning how to bring my, my screen up and, and share it with somebody online and that kind of thing. So, Julie, you got to teach me. There. I'm getting there. I am. And so, again, uh, give us a call. Go to retirementmastery.com or give us a call. we got to take a break. Fourth quarter coming up. We'll finish strong. Jack Flash, Rolling Stones. Welcome back, Street Smart Business Retirement and uh, Ron and Julie Richards. We're just having a discussion around red and green money, safe money versus high risk money. And you know what? You do need a little risk in your portfolio. In the younger years, when you get closer to retirement, we call that the fragile risk zone. In the fragile risk zone, five years before or five years after retirement, you don't want to take a lot of risk with your money and you don't want to lose a lot of money during those years because you're counting on that money for income in those golden years, the uh, the golden years of retirement. And um, so understanding that and understanding some of the fundamentals and the do's and don'ts of what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, are sometimes not brought up by your advisors. And um, and understanding that, you know, uh, that, that there are a lot of choices out there. There are a lot of 
uh, options, but most options you get from the financial advisors today are called mutual funds. And there's more than 30,000 mutual funds out there, and most all of them have stocks, bonds, ETFs, those kind of things, but almost all of them have those FANG stocks in them, don't they, Julie? Yeah, they do. And those FANG stocks, you know, for years, for the last 10 years, have gone nothing but straight up. And so in the last week, we've seen a downturn in the technology stocks. Well, the other thing that we're starting to see is the safe money, which uh, most of the advisors call safe money is bonds. Yep. And the bonds are exploding. So um, now the Fed is soaking them up like a vacuum cleaner. The Fed is actually buying bonds. Yeah. And, And so go figure that the Federal Reserve would buy bonds to keep Wall Street propped up. Once right. you kind of understand what's going on. Well, it also causes these companies to just buy their own stock back. The Fed's buying it. They yep. get the money and um, they're not helping. The money is not. And I think the crux of this whole civil unrest has to do with money. It has to do with the haves and the have nots. Yep. It has throughout history. It's called cause huge unrest. Throughout history, when the haves have it and the have-nots don't. Well, and you look at the cost of everything around us that's gone up. And have people's wages gone up with the same pace of inflation as everything else? Not housing, with rents, not with housing. Not with housing. Not with Not with health care. Not with college funding. So people's income. Not with vehicles. Now not, we got yeah. seven-year loans or longer. It's like, yeah. what? I mean, you look at these trucks, seventy and $80,000. That's what you'd pay for a nice two- or three-bedroom house in Greeley <laughs> eight years ago, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, you could buy a nice house for a hundred grand. You could. You know, eight year, ten, ten years ago in Greeley. Now it's the cost of pickups. Yep. And and those houses that were a hundred grand are now 250000 In just 10 years, it's happened. So when you get it, you better be in investments that are keeping pace with inflation. You better be investments that have growth driven to them and stability. And and again, that's the fine line between high risk and, and low risk and understanding green money versus red money and what percentage of your money is where. Right. And the more green money you have that's covering your nut during retirement, the happier you are. By the way, what's going on in the real estate market, Julie? I mean, I know that's your game and, you know, commercial real estate and and those kind of things. It's interesting. The residential and especially the multifamily residential is exploding. We're seeing multiple offers and uh, we're finding um, realtors that are calling on um, active backups to see how they're doing and and all of this kind of things that we hadn't really seen before. So it's hugely um, residential rental income, but we're also seeing it in some of the markets of commercial too. We're seeing we're seeing people wanting to take money and turn it into um, monthly income. hard. Um, Guaranteed monthly income. monthly income. You think right. they're taking money out of the banks or out of the stock market or both? Both. Both, yeah, yeah. They're looking for a, a um, safe harbor, if you will, for their money that gives them a monthly cash flow that they're not getting from the bank, and they maybe have already exhausted the returns in the stock market. Yeah, when you're only getting a half a percent, it's not, and and it and the inflation is nipping at you, you have to do something else. That's right. So, um, for sure, commercial real estate with regard to um, income property is just flying off the shelves. But you even see it in single-family homes 
um, with people as they sequestered said, you know, this is not suiting for us anymore. If yeah. we're going to have to be sequestered. We don't want eight or ten people living in our house. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see that where you have families moving in together because the cost of living just in in this area. Well, and in our up. rentals, that is a question I never had to quite ask before. But when we have a rental come up, I have to ask how many people will be living in this home. That's right. So, um, you know, when they say 10, we're like, eh, not so much. Yeah, that doesn't work for us. And and again, guys, um, go to Retirement Mastery. Check it out. Um, whether you're talking about college funding, retirement planning, you're talking about paying off your house, those are things that we run the scenario with you and help you get through a process uh, to really help you make better and informed decisions. So get financially educated. Or get left behind. And it's never been more true. And thanks for being with us today. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, go out and uh, trick or treat. Trick or treat. Ch- move the clocks back and uh, and get those. Uh, get get the uh, get your house in order. Get your house in order and get it, get your ballots in. Have an awesome weekend. Thanks for being with us, guys. God bless. Bye now. Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional.